Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Mitch Snyder. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. If you asked me a few weeks ago, as I said earlier, I'd say, well, this whole quarantine thing is making me crazy, but I feel like I've, I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning a lot about surviving in my house and dealing with everything and being more resilient. I just went through a stem cell bone marrow transplant April 2nd, um, a year ago, so I'm just over a year into the transplant. And a big part of that is isolation because you have no immune system. So I'm 100% immunocompromised. And uh, I feel like I'm uniquely qualified for the quarantine. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So I was wearing a mask before it was fashionable. Wait, so you've been in solitude for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and then the doctors, you know, the doctors relieved some of the pressure by saying that we could do certain things and and, uh, we could, you know, have a little bit more freedom. And then the the quarantine came out. They took it all away again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I said the hardest part about it is not seeing the kids and the grandkids. That was my question: Is how do you how do you stay positive? Is it that you're doing Zoom a lot or FaceTime? What are you doing to stay positive when you're so isolated? Zoom, FaceTime, anything that you can to. to I, I'm, doing, I'm doing kids messenger. Um, oh. With the little ones, so I mean, I'm, I'm kind of losing it, but it, it's fun. You just stay busy. I mean, you just stay busy. You, you don't. The way that they, I love the title of the show, but the best way to Oh, that's a um, good one, Mitch. I haven't heard that. <laughs> that. No, but it's the truth, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, it, it, yes. It, you hit that right insidious. out of the park. <laughs> you know, it's insidious because it's going to try and get in any way it can. And then the hard part is once you give it a foothold, then you got to strangle it to get it out. Right. And, and uh, it's all about choices and and, uh, and the quality of the choices that we make are going to determine what the outcomes are. So, right, if you want a better future, then you better have a better present. Yes. I want to jump into your book. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. You know how hard it is. It's it's very hard. And, you know, you just have to keep going and believing because sometimes the negative self-talk takes over. I don't know about you. Uh, the, 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 it, I write about it in the book, The Lizard Brain, The, the Resistance. Yes. Whatever you want to call it, that small, that small voice that says they're going to laugh at you, it's not going to work. Yeah, no one's going to like this. <laughs> yes, who's going to read it? <laughs> Who cares? And then the positive person says, shut up. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm saying that in a clean way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like, I, yeah, I kept hearing this voice in the back of my head, says, who's going to like this? And I kept saying, I am. <laughs> you know, if nobody else likes it but me, it's okay, it's my time. Yeah. And didn't you feel like you had to tell your story? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I have to tell you that once I was, I was diagnosed on, on uh, February 14, 2014, and uh, with bone marrow cancer, primary myelofibrosis, which at the time was incurable uh, oh. and untreatable, really. And, uh, and I remember I had started the book probably seven or eight years earlier than that, and put it away and all of a sudden I, I had this incredible compulsion to finish the book um, probably as a legacy more than anything else but but I really felt 
that was worth saying and certainly worth listening to. Is the book a blend of fiction and nonfiction? Yes, absolutely. It's a it's it's a hybrid. It's kind of um, it's kind of Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid meet who moved my cheese. I love it. Um, so, it, but it's it's very different. It's, it, I wrote it. You know, I I wrote a business book for people who wouldn't necessarily choose to read a business book, and the only way to do that was to put the lessons inside a story that would would be compelling, that would be interesting and and uh, familiar. You know, because you want to read about people that you know, right? And, that, and I think the characters in the book succeed in doing that. But Mitch, there's nothing better than the power of a story, right? I, you know, I. I learned that very, very early. I, I did a lot of uh, public speaking and education in the automotive service industry, did a lot of seminars. And, and one of the things I realized is that people are much more willing to listen to a story, and the lessons in the story have a, a better glue. They stick better um, because that narrative is something that people can hang on to. Right. Tell me, without giving too much away, tell me about the book. Misfire is a, is a book about uh, business and life to help prevent misfires and achieve success uh, more than anything else. It's a story of a contractor whose life is falling apart because his business is falling apart, and he's taking that home, and it's affecting his personal life. And he's got this car that he's in love with, and um, the car betrays him and starts to misfire. And he finds a shop that one of the guys in his Corvette club told him about, and he goes to visit that shop because the misfire occurs right at the off-ramp. Um, serendipity, right? And mm-hmm. he meets this really strange shop owner who's also a martial artist. And the story then goes on to chronicle the contractor's journey from uh, frustration, turmoil, failure to redemption and ultimately to success by changing the way he lives, the way he he looks at life, the way he perceives himself, and uh, and and it, it it takes you on this journey with him uh, as he fixes himself and his business. Sounds like a movie. This is a movie. Huh? <laughs> Sounds exactly like a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because you have a character arc right there, you know. It, it's really it's it's it was fun. It was fun to write only. Only because I've, I've never, I've, I've read a couple of other business books, but um, this was fun to write because I've never really dealt with characters before. And one thing that you, when you write a fiction book and you, and, and you develop the character to a certain point, all of a sudden you're really dealing with another person. And you start to try and manipulate that other person into doing something that you want them to do. And they say, no, I don't want to. They say, no, I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't make me do that. Yes. While you were going through cancer and the treatment, you were were you writing this book? Yes, I, yes, I was. Yes, I was. I was. Uh, I was adding to it, revising it, editing it, um, developing the characters. Um, it started to consume me to some degree, but it, it also kept me really busy and kept my mind off the cancer, which is another way to get the funk out. Is you don't yes. give it some place to grow. If you don't yeah. fertilize it, it won't grow. It's like you were slaying the beast. You you were battling against cancer, yeah. and you're like, you know what? I'm going to win, and I'm going to have a great diversion in the process. And, and create something worthwhile. And 
knowledge. And this gave me a perfect opportunity to do it within the context of the story. You know, this is a wonderful story because I'm, I'm doing some discussions with people about flow and the science of happiness. And have you heard the term flow in, in that arena? I, there's a chapter in the book about it. <laughs> okay. So you know, and so your flow was your writing. And I, I share this with listeners because it's so important to have flow in your life, whether you're musical, artistic, in some way you write, and you are a prime example of that. It's critically important. I mean, there's a, a, a large discussion throughout the book about Eastern philosophy, which is something that, that I really believe in to a large degree, the unity of the universe. And I've experienced that on the mat. I've experienced it in the dojo. I've experienced it while doing Tai Chi. It's some of your best bubbles to the top when you're in that state, when you're in that state where you're one with the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's an incredible opportunity to, to, to achieve clarity. Yes, isn't it? I believe so, yes. How long have you been practicing Tai Chi? On and off for not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> not long enough. Um, probably a couple of years. Don't you think that adds to your skill set and dealing with what you had to do to get through cancer and write? And I feel like there's a certain discipline, Mitch. It's an inval- it's invaluable. It was invaluable for me. For, I don't. I, I. My mind is crazy. So if I try to do sitting meditation, even if I understand the fact that these thoughts are going to pop in and out, then the monkey brain's going to try and take off, take over. But when I'm when I'm moving, when I'm when I'm going through the long set or, or the short set I'm not thinking my my brain that part of my brain shuts down and it gives me it gives me clarity that that, that is invaluable to me and it gives me peace that, that those few moments which we all need rest. yes amazing it's a crazy place otherwise sure <laughs> <laughs> if you ask anybody that knows me they'll tell you that oh really <laughs> I've never heard that before. Is your wife a psychiatrist? No, it's a good story. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Because people tend to leave out the whole story. Yeah, no. It's, it's, what impact did you have on all of this? You know, where are you in, in in all of this? Yes. What what what's your role in the story? Right. Yeah, 
I had I really had fun with it because it, it was it was I got, I got to throw in there um, the four stages of knowledge, right? The four stages of knowledge. So you don't know what you don't know, ignorance. You know what you don't know, the beginning of wisdom. You don't know what you know, which is my personal favorite, because you've learned and you've been growing, and uh, and then finally you know what you know, which is confidence, and then you start over again. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Anything else you'd like listeners to know about the book without giving too much away? It will take you on a on a painless journey of personal development, and it will help you if you're a small business owner, especially. It will help you learn how to cope with change more easily and how to succeed without all the pain that usually accompanies success. You know, I could see you, Mitch, getting on Zoom now and talking to small business owners with stories and sharing your book because it's filled with valuable lessons. So it's just something. If you go to misfirebook.com and and you go to blog, you'll find about 300 300 of those. Really? um, Fantastic. Yeah, and it's, it's the early the early days chronicle uh, chronicle recovery from the transplant, and, and still do, and uh, a lot of life and business lessons. So important, especially right now with what's going on with the economy, and everybody's you know hit so hard in so many ways. I I, I think that that you can't overstate how important resilience is in times like these. You know, I, I'm. I'm 73 now, I guess, and uh, I've been through my share of downturns in the economies. I've been through the Great Recession, been through two earthquakes, you know, significant earthquakes. Uh, certainly the one in 94 was that wake-up call. You know, you've got to be resilient if you're going to if you're going to get through all of that. And part of that resilience is keeping the funk out. And if it gets in, to get it out. So I love the I love the title of the show. Thank you. Where can people find out more about you, Mitch? Misfirebook.com. Or they can email me directly at mitch at misfirebook.com. I want to thank you so much for calling in. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Resilience is such an important lesson for everybody right now. I couldn't agree more. I really appreciate the opportunity. Love visiting with you. Hope we can do it again sometime. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.